What's up, everybody? We back. R2C2. Another Thursday. And Ruko did not step on my intro this time. Oh, man. This is an historic <laughs> day, bro. You see that? That was, awkwardly, actually, that was awkwardly silent, though. I was waiting for you to, like, jump in there. To... <laughs> right. You've been trained to believe I will give you two seconds to speak, and then I will hop in. But, <laughs> but this time, I gave you a little more space. And it's a special day for us on R2C2 because we are celebrating you being just the 17th pitcher in baseball history, just the third lefty in baseball history to reach 3,000 strikeouts. Congratulations, my brother. That is amazing, dude. Thank you, man. It went like, when, when you like say the numbers and how many people have done it, it, it makes it special. You know what I mean? Like three lefties, yeah. um, you know, 17 guys overall, man. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy. I never... You never, like, you know, play baseball or, or, you know, when you think about being a big leaguer, you know, getting 3,000 strikeouts or, you know, going to the Hall of Fame. You just think about wanting to play good and, like, be an all-star and play well and all this extra stuff is just like icing on the cake, man. It's been amazing. You know, see, I wanted to ask you, when did 3,000 strikeouts first get on your radar? Because I know you've said, and you told us at the end of last year, like, yeah, you know what, I never think about stats, but this one is on my mind a little now. But do you remember the first time you realized, like, oh, this is a crazy milestone that I'm going to reach or I have a good chance to reach? I think it was the beginning of, of uh, 18 when uh, um, it, was this, it was the winter of 2018 and Harold Reynolds texted me and was like, hey, man, just want to let you know, you know, there's never been a guy, uh, all the guys that have 250 wins and 3,000 strikeouts are in the Hall of Fame. And he sent me my numbers at the time. And I'm like, bro, you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I'm 36 years old. Like, I'm old. I got broke down knees. Like, I can't be, like, out there trying to shoot for the Hall of Fame. Um, but, but I ended up having a good year that year. You know, I had a bunch of strikeouts. And then, um, you know, it was just right there for me. So, like, like I said, I never planned for it or, or I never, you know, went out trying to strike guys out. It's just something that, you know, I've been blessed to, to be able to do and, and be in a play for so long, I think, uh, it's gotten me to this point. That's pretty funny. So Harold Reynolds is the one who first put it on your radar. He did. He did. He put it on my radar. He just shot me a text randomly like in the middle of January. So you got uh, it. <laughs> that, that is great. So, see, what, I mean, a, as you're going through that second inning in Arizona Tuesday night and, and you get the first strikeout, are you starting to think like, I mean, because you look sharp, too. Are you mm -hmm. starting to think, oh, oh, I'm going for it. I'm, I'm going to get this soon. Well, no, nah, I wasn't thinking about that. I was just like, I feel like you said, I just felt sharp. So I wanted to, like, just make pitches. You know what I mean? Like, I felt good, and I didn't want that to be on my mind. So I was just trying to make pitches and, and be aggressive. Um, that was the biggest thing. And, and I felt like in that second inning, that was the, my opportunity. You know what I mean? And, and fittingly, as soon as you get the 3,000 strikeout, your next comment is yelling at the umpire. I mean, it was a perfect <laughs> moment, man. It perfect really my fashion. Like, it's so dumb, right? Like, I get the 3,000 <laughs> strikeouts, and I'm, I'm worried about the umpire. Yo, my... <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> my little bro, you know Adam just showed up with, with, with donuts, bro. The... Oh, did he really? <laughs> yes, he did. Adam Jones was here with donuts? Oh, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Adam, what's up, man? Oh, man, nothing much. Just breakfast of champs. Yeah, but we're just basking in his aura right now. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Just his whole aura of, uh, of success and accomplishments and, you know, putting his bid in for the Hall of Fame and, you know, the Black Aces, joining 3000, third lefty, first black one. First black one? Third. Third black. Oh, Frankie God. Jenkins and uh, well, Bob, Bob Jenkins. Uh, Bob Gibson. But first Bob Gibson. black lefty. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's so, many, yeah. there's so many great accomplishments involved with this. It's just not just 3,000 strikeouts. I mean, I got a few of them, but. He got a few homers. You got to work both ways. You got to work both ways. <laughs> Did you guys know that you've actually faced each other more then, I mean, Adam, you faced CC more than any other pitcher in your career. And yep. C, you faced Adam more than any other hitter in your career. Yeah, we were talking about that last night. We went to dinner after the game. And, and you know what's crazy is, like, when I face him, I'm out there. I'm talking to him while I'm facing him. Because he's seen everything <laughs> that I have, right? Mm -hmm. So I have to, like, try to guess what he's not looking for. Like, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't get him out because he, he knows everything that I'm throwing. Like, he's seen it a million times. So 
It's almost like that that scene from The Love of the Game when the guy's out there talking to his friend, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. when he's yeah. facing him. And I'm just trying to throw what he's not looking for. You know what I mean? Like, it's the weirdest thing. And, and to me, I'm just looking at, you know, it's crazy because the infielders move nowadays. And I'm trying to mm. give up secrets. But infielders move. So I'm looking around looking like, all right, it's 1-0. Think he might try to come in with a cutter. <laughs> nope. Goes back over to change up. All right, get one one. I'm thinking he might go with the cutter. Nope. Goes back to change up. So my last at bat, I was just like, you know what? Hey, I got two oh. Let me just let me just see if I can just auto take him. Because he threw me a three oh fastball right there. Then three one. I can't believe he took that. Three one was right there. Yeah, it was. But I, I know that I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna have a big swing and I'm gonna jam myself. So I was like, nah, I don't swing. So I took it and he looked right at me. I like, looked at him. I was like, what you doing? doing? <laughs> <laughs> I took the last cutter in. I'm like, all right, good ball. I knew, hey, I, I, I just, let me see if I can get on base. It's been a while since I've been on base. Oh, that is phenomenal. Adam, were you able to, like, soak in the moment last night? I know you guys are in the middle of competing against each other, but knowing that C is a good friend of yours, and obviously that's something that's only happened 17 times in baseball history. Mm-hmm. Were you able to, like, to think, like, you know, wow, this is pretty cool to witness? I actually was because, I mean, I was his family and friends. You know, I mean, a whole group of Sabathias was here. I'm talking about a tribe called Sabathia. <laughs> they all came. And it's, it's great that, and it's great that we're, we're, we're close. You know, we didn't, they didn't all have to fly to New York or the Miamis or something like that. You know, they all come down to Phoenix. It was a nice, easy flight. Um, but I, honestly, I really did because I've, I've been fortunate enough to see some really great historical events. And this is obviously one of the top because, you know, I know him personally, but – 3,000 strikeouts, a lot of strikeouts, man. That's a lot of strikeouts. And it, but not just about the strikeouts, it's the fact that the longevity. No one plays this long no more. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might be one of the oldest statesmen in the game, yeah. me and 38. So, you know, when I was coming up, you had plenty of 37, 38-year-olds. My first game was behind Moyer, who I think was probably like 45 probably at the time. 50. At the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So the longevity factor of it is the part that I appreciate the most. appreciate is the part I respect the most because in this game, they don't care about longevity. They don't care about, you know, you going out there and posting. They don't care about you consecutive years of 30, 30, 34 starts. They don't care about that. They just yeah. care about, you know, the now, what you've done for me now. I mean, your Hall of Fame – you become Hall of Famers because of longevity, not just because you were good for two years. And, you know, you're setting yourself up for something great. And, you know, I'm going to be there. Just, let me see. You retire this year, five years, see if I could play five years from now. I think you're first battle Hall of Famer. So I might have to take that trip out to Cooperstown. I've never been, so I might have to take that trip out to Cooperstown myself. You know what I mean? No, nah, that's what's crazy is just, the, you know, being able to play this long, like you said. I mean, you know, guys don't don't be sticking around. Like, But when we first came up, it was plenty, plenty of veterans. You know what I mean? It, all the guys were 35 and older. That first team I was on, I mean, I was the youngest guy by like eight years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it's just a different game. And it's cool to, to see the way it's evolved and, you know, um, the players now and, and you know, and the, the guys I got to play with, the throwback players. Um, you know, I've, I've been blessed. It's been, a, it's been a fun career. See, I'm wondering, you know, from last night, because that's a fun interaction you and Adam had during that at bat. Like, what for you – in the aftermath of the 3,000 strikeout was the most memorable uh, interaction in, in, in the aftermath of getting 3,000? Uh, I think just my teammates, you know what I mean? Like them coming out on the field. Um, and like, you know, like Adam said, I've been a part of like, you know, get, watching Jeter get 3,000 and, and watching Mo 600 saves, watching A-Rod get 3,000 hits. And, and to actually, you know, have it be me this time was uh, – it's kind of surreal. It's pretty cool, but it's just it's just weird, man. It's, it's so weird to to think about and um and you know to have it to have it be all. I'm just glad it's all done now. To be honest, and, you, you didn't even have time just, to think though because you had to hit. Yeah, that's and that was <laughs> like, good though. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have time like, to I relax. Just straight to the straight to the plate, man. Can't do nothing. Man. Let me relax. <laughs> throw some water on my head. And now then you got to hit. Throws me first pitch changeup. <laughs> like damn, now. <laughs> I was prepared and right. I, I was talking you to Harvey too. I knew he was gonna try to throw me out. I was talking to Harvey the whole time. Right <laughs> he was ready. If I hit the ball to the right field, he's gonna try to throw me out at first base. So I had my wheels ready, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's phenomenal. And Adam, you're talking to Harky. I said Harky. I said Harky. If you hit me a ball, I'm, I got to go to first, man. I got to. Oh, I got to. I would have been out by a mile, too, though. <laughs> oh, that would have been phenomenal. Oh, my gosh. Now, see, was there any part of your in your mind as you're stepping up there that's thinking, oh, it's poetry. I'm obviously hitting a home run right now. You, like, man, clearly I'm listen, this run. is going to sound crazy, but every time I step in the box, I feel like I'm going to hit a fucking homer. 
Okay. <laughs> that's I like that. how I feel, dog. <laughs> if you throw that shit where I swing, I feel like I'm going deep. I don't know. You know, I can't, you know, obviously I can't really hit, you know, and Grinky set me up that second at bat. It was, you know, I mean, he's just, he was, he was incredible yesterday. He's, he's, I mean, he, he plays chess. He throws the ball where he, he plays, wants. He plays chess. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And, um, but if he th- if he threw that shit in my swing, I'm trying to go into the pool, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the only way to top three thousand, right? Like back it up with a homer mm-hmm. right away. By the way, Adam, did you notice that our our good friend C his his immediate reaction after his three thousand strikeout was to curse out the umpire? <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. I mean, I, I was inside watching that two two curveball to uh, the backdoor curveball Walker, to Walker. Christian Walker, and it was a good pitch. And like, wasn't so, a strike though. C gets that pitch. <laughs> I mean, you get, C gets the borderline pitch. What gets me mad is when, they, when these umpires get these young dudes, these borderline pitches. Like, uh, uh-uh, uh, he ain't that man. Yeah. yeah. And, and, but and but, but in my pitches. mind, I'm out there. I'm like, yo, you know what I'm trying to do, though. Right. 100. Like, come on, man. It's early in the game. Like, you fucking around. Let's <laughs> <laughs> hang out. But it, I mean, the competitor, man. That, that you compete. You gotta compete, and that's what he does best. But now, watching Grinky yesterday, man, he like you said, he plays chess. Like yeah. he throws the shit wherever he wants and off of everything. Like that was, that was. I mean, it was crazy to face him, and then you know to watch him on TV a bunch. But he's he's crazy. He's really good, man. Being yeah, right, man. I just look at the scoreboard and see the velocity because I can't see the pitches no more mm-hmm. because I don't know what's coming. Everything like a slider or a sinker to me. So just you look up there and everything's eighty eight, and then it'll say fastball, then it'll say changeup, then. You just, <laughs> Cutter and two seamer, and then you got his curveball. I'm like, what? How many pitches do you got, man? <laughs> but he keeps it. Hey, he keeps it down, and he plays chess. Yeah, he, he really, he really plays chess to people. Plays chess, and it's yeah, like I said, it's one of the best pitchers I've ever got to play behind. So I'm excited when he's the, when he takes when he throws that rubber. Yeah, that was that was impressive last night for sure. Oh man, he was dominant, man. And he's another guy, right? Like, see, kind of like you, who, yeah, okay, like the the velocity isn't what it was, but just crafty, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just like, just, just as you said, playing chess out there, figuring out a different way to get guys out because everybody was off balance last night against him. I mean, and he, he's what, Adam, what is he? He's 35 years old now? Yeah, 35. And I, and I remember when he was 90, 95, 97. Yeah. But he just, he learned how to pitch, and that's what he's done too. He's, you know, at the yeah. velocity, you know, and it's crazy because you don't necessarily need the velocity because, you see, I mean, everybody throws hard and everybody getting hit at the hard. Too. Even like we said, so, like Jamie Murray, but I couldn't understand that when I was young. You know what I mean? But it's just about where you throw the ball. It's about you, throwing in. It's about moving the ball around. Yeah, you, don't really need the, you don't need the velocity yeah. at all. No, nah, if you can put that ball where you want, I mean, that plate is big enough. And if you can put it where you want on a consistent basis, the plate going to get a little bit bigger, yeah. especially for the vets. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if you, can't, you can't hit that ball three, four inches. In, I in wish I had this mindset. 10 years ago, you know, like the way that I'm, I'm able to like read swings. Like when I was younger, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, 97. Yeah, I'm just like, when I get into trouble here, I'm just going to throw it hard as I can. You know what I'm saying? Do what you want with it. So <laughs> to be able to like think through a game and, you know, know what I'm trying to do and try to, you know, read swings, set guys up and, you know, try to get weak contact. I wish I was doing that earlier, man. It would have been a lot easier, a lot less stressful career. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you came. Back. I'm glad you said here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I'm glad you did that. Now I'm all thinking with you, like, is he gonna talk? Uh, I'm hurting my own head just in the box. Like, what is he trying to do to me? That's funny. So, Adam, like from a hitter's perspective, like, is it different when you're facing, like, let's say when you're facing Young C, right? Mm-hmm. And he's and he's humping it up there, 97, 98, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, are you were you thinking way less in the box than you are now going up against C? Oh, 100 percent. I mean, you get one first off, first pitch is gonna be a heater. Um, you get one oh, you're getting a heater. Um, you get two oh, you're getting a heater. Three one, you're getting a heater. It was old school, you're getting a heater. You're getting a heater and heaters counts. Now, there's no there's no such thing as a fastball count anymore. I mean, I oh oh is I mean three oh is they still dump curveballs and changeups in. I've seen it multiple times this year. So I don't know. I think the best fastball count now is 0-2. Fastball's up and in. Get yep. you off the dish. Yep. Yeah, I think that's just how the, it's evolved. And you see, strikeouts are up. Hits are down. Home runs are up. But hits are down. I mean, solo home runs are great. But to be able to string three, four hits together really shows that you guys know what the heck you're doing. Um, so it's just a different – it's a whole different game, man. It, it's like there's no count that you can just sit on the pitch. I mean, sometimes you best go up there to sit on off speed. Just because the mm. probability of it being thrown is good. Now, the probability of hitting it 
And that's a different part. That's a different, completely different conversation. <laughs> you know what's but, crazy? I will throw a 3 1 backdoor slider. 100%. You know what I mean? And, and you know, 3 0, who depends on who it is. Yeah. I, I mean, shit, I gave a 3 1 changeup to, uh, that was a base hit to, to Flor- uh, Wilmer Flores yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, you just throw whatever you can in, in every count. And like you said, back in the day, you know, 2 0, 2 1, you get yeah. heaters. You, get you know it. what I'm saying? First pitch, you're getting a heater. And, it's just different, man. It's changed a lot. But I see now also with the National League style is, you know, the eighth place hitter gets pitched around because you got the pitcher. Because you got the mm-hmm. pitcher. And, you know, me leading off here, I lead off more against lefties, and it's just like I'm seeing uh, the eighth place hitter get pitched around, and then Grinky comes up and I'm like, yes. He can hit. <laughs> he can hit. Oh, he can hit. He can hit. But you see just it, they, you know, the pitchers are not, especially in this division, they're not afraid to just walk around the seventh, eighth hitters to get to the pitcher. It's, a, uh, it's, it's different a different game. AL is – you ain't walking to get nobody. No, especially because everybody, yeah, everybody, everybody can bang. Yep. It's, it's such a different game. And it took me a minute to realize that when I got to Milwaukee, that little time I spent in the National League, but you really can't plan it out. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can plan innings out. If you got seven, eight, seven, eight, nine coming up or six, seven, eight, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you want the pitcher leading off, you need to get those three outs. Like, yep. it's, a, it's a different strategy, but it's, it's a lot of fun. And, and as a pitcher, if you can navigate it, man, you can have a lot of success in the National League, I feel like. Big time. What about, like, do you enjoy, I mean, I'm sure it was fun throwing gas, but, like, do you kind of enjoy the thinking part of it now, like, when you're out there, or did you or did you enjoy just having the pure stuff more? No, nah, I like this. Like I said, I mean, when I was younger, I just, I'm just throwing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking the game, and, you know, guys talking to me about this and that, and I'm trying to, you know, asking me what I'm doing, and I can't explain it, bro. I'm just out there. I'm I'm fat. I'm big, and I can throw hard. You know what I'm saying? I just I've, I've been able to do this my whole life. I can't explain baby. shit to you. You know what I'm saying? Like so, but now to be able to like actually like you know think and know what I'm doing, and um, you know, like I said, setting guys up, set, you know, reading swings, throwing the cutter, different things. Um, a lot of those conversations I had with Andy when I was younger. Um, a lot of conversations I had with Mo. A lot of conversations I had with Larry. You know, Rothschild. Um, it got me to this point, just always trying to learn and get better. And, um, you know, again, like, like I said, last night I made a mistake with Flores. I probably should have pitched around him 3-1 through a changeup, and, you know, that was the difference in the game. So always trying to learn, always trying to get better and, and uh, you know, just, just get as much information and knowledge as you can. Now, see, you are obviously the man of the hour with 3,000 strikeouts and an incredible accomplishment. It was awesome seeing everyone's reaction. I love that you and Adam were able to celebrate it together last night. But we also know your man sitting next to you there is having a terrific season thus so far happy. this year. Yes, he is. Uh, it, it's great to see. I'm so. I mean, since we had you on last, Adam, I always like watching you. But after we had you on, I, I became a huge Adam Jones fan because you're it. just like you're our two C two family now. So, I appreciate it. but but how? I mean, how has it been settling in? You were in Baltimore for a long time. Yeah. What's it been like so far settling into Arizona? It's it's brand new. Yeah, like I said, I was I spent twenty age twenty two to thirty three in one in one place, and you know my all my adult life really was spent in one place in Baltimore. So just place new, someplace new, refreshing, new people, which is kind of hard. I don't know no trainers' names, <laughs> the media people. Sorry if I don't know you guys' names. Don't be mad at me. I'm learning. I just I was stuck in in, in the same system for so long, but yeah. uh, it's it's refreshing to be honest with you. It's Obviously, I feel like the new guy. Um, but they treat me like, obviously, like the vet that I am, but they treat me like the new guy, and I love it. You know, the guys here show up every day happy. Um, the coaching staff is marvelous. Uh, the front office, the PR, everybody's been very welcoming. You know, my first uh, month, about six weeks here, so I just got nothing more respect but respect for, for the organization. Everybody's made me feel so welcome, and, you know, that's all really I want to do. I just want to play the game, and uh, – um, they're allowing me to just be myself and, you know, they enjoy it. The players enjoy it. The players feed off my energy and I'm just doing the same thing I've done for the last 11 years, basically my whole life playing sports. And, you know, I think it's just, uh, it's good that it's just a, re- a refreshment, you know, and I think every, every once in a while athletes need it. You know, I thought I was going to be in Baltimore for, you know, for, for my rest of my career, but it didn't work out like that. So let me go and make the adjustment and, you know, I'm having a, a solid start here and, I told I told Tori as soon as I signed here I said I'm gonna make you guys love me and he's like what are you talking about I was like you gonna you, you'll see I'm just gonna make you guys love me because I just I play the game hard I play it right you know I don't try to take any shortcuts in this game because I've seen people do it and I've seen people that come to the game as spectators now who took the shortcuts so I just try to give it my all every day or all that I have and play the game hard you know it's not it's not gonna be pretty on a, on a daily basis but 
you know, my effort level is always going to be pretty. That's the hardest thing, right? Getting mm-hmm. getting to know people around the stadium yeah. and, the, and the clubhouse guys and the trainers. and Because I know how you are. Like, you like to get everybody in, involved mm-hmm. and, you know, be a part of the, the clubhouse and stuff. And that's that's always the toughest thing is that adjustment is – on the field, it's fine once you get out there, you know, yeah. your teammates and everything. But, like, coming to the stadium every day, the people that you see, you want to be friendly. You want to have conversations. You want to get to know them. And it, it takes time. And that's just – that's kind of one of the hardest adjustments is, you know, for a guy like – I know a great clubhouse guy like Adam is – to get to know, you know, his clubbies and different guys, you know, that, that you're dealing with every day. And, and I would even imagine, Adam, like, I, I mean, is there, is there a part of you, because you always, you're a leader, right? Like, is, is there a part of you that, right? Like, is there a part of you that has to kind of like, I don't know, early on pick your spots? Like, when, when do you, you know, when you're coming into a new situation, it's not the terrain you've known. Like, how do you lead? Do you go about, do your thing like you were explaining playing? Can you be vocal? Like, do you have to back off a little bit? Like, I mean, are there parts of you that kind of have to get used to that aspect of, of how much of your personality you show right away, how much of your leadership you show right away? Very true. I mean, I came in here with just the attitude. because Most of the guys knew me. Um, I knew most of the guys because, you know, I've seen most of them make their debut. It's crazy. You look up on the board and you get to see everybody's debut. And now you look up there, you're the oldest one right now with 01 debut. <laughs> um, I got an 06, Greenkey got an 04, and then everybody else is like 11. And everybody else is born in 90, <laughs> 94, too. Yeah. <laughs> There's guys that's from the big leagues that was born when I got drafted, dog. Um, what's the name for Toronto? <laughs> oh, yes. That dude was born, he was born in January of 2000. Man, dog, it's crazy. He's a Y2K oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, but back to your question is, you know, I just try – I lead by example. You know, I hit the ball hard. I run all, run the ball – or run hard down the line. I think if, if a young player sees me doing that, obviously I got some time in this game, some accomplishments. If he sees me doing that, he's going to be like, oh, well, you know, he's doing it. I'm going to do it. And if that's all mm. – I think that's what leadership is. It's leading by example. Obviously, you know, it, vocal part of it comes in when it's needed. But it, it, most, of, most of the time in this game, it's not. It's just – it's the effort level. We're all here because we're good. I mean, we're the best in the world. So if the effort level is high, I think that the sky is always the limit for that individual. So I just try and lead by example by playing the game hard. You know, I I can roll over on a ball very mad, but you got four seconds to get down that line because if he bobbles it, then what? You're safe. But if you you don't run down the line and he bobbles and you out by half a step, everybody going to boo you. And you're going to be mad at yourself when you Mm -hmm. run back because everybody's going to be like, oh, you could have got there. And you know you could have got there. So. It's just I, I owe it to myself, and I think I owe it to the fans, my teammates, the people, whoever, people watching at home. Obviously, everybody watches these games throughout, you know, in the stadiums or devices. So, you just want to put you want to put on a show. We're entertainers, you know, and um, you know, I just want to come out and entertain. You know, I'm not going to always hit a home run or have a great game offensively, but if a kid sees me running hard down that line, his, his hopefully his dad can be like, "Hey, he got out, but he gave that effort." So when you roll over on the ball next Saturday, son. You run hard down that line because you're going to roll over. You're going to do yeah. that. But you got to – I think I'm yeah. a firm believer of playing the game hard. And, you know, like I said, I've had some really good people in front of me who led me in the right way um, when I came up with Seattle. So it just was installed in me to play the game the right way. And it's an old saying from one of my coaches, Mike Goff. He said, if it hits the grass, that's your ass. So <laughs> that's how I play the outfield. I try, I, try, I try to make sure the ball don't hit that grass. You better hit that dirt. I'm, I'm, off, I'm, I'm cool. But if it's that grass, I always think about it. I'm like, damn, he's somewhere watching me right now, ready with a switch. Or something. <laughs> Man, that, that was a good question because oh, I, never, I never thought about that coming to a new scene. Um, when I went to Milwaukee, we had Mike Cameron. He was the vet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And when I came here, we had the core four. Yep. So I just kind of like slid in. That, that's a, uh, you know, I, I bet you that that's, that's kind of be a little difficult. It is. Because it's not, it's like I said, Baltimore was my team. This yeah. isn't my team. It's Peralta's team. It's Grinky's team. You know, um, Ahmed, Escobar, you know, Dyson, uh, Archie Bradley. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a lot of new guys like myself and uh, Holland who've been, you know, in the league with, and been with teams for, you know, specific teams for a long time. And, you know, we just come here and try to, try to blend right on in. And it's great because the clubhouse is one of the most welcoming environments ever. And everybody has welcomed myself, Holland. Everybody knew. We just welcomed us with open arms and just they're excited for us to be here. Like they, they generally, it feels like the players down there are genuinely excited for me and Holland to uh, be a part of this organization. That's dope. That's awesome, man. So I, I got to ask you guys, because obviously – 
you know, I can hear it. I'm in New York. You guys are in Arizona, and I'm jealous of the donuts that I believe you're chewing. Adam, you found. Yeah. So, Adam, you found because we know you're the donut master. You found a great donut spot in Arizona. Yeah, I call it. It's the local donut. I mean, there's some places in here that they, you know, people raid. This is the best donut. That's everybody. Everybody says this is the best donut. Anybody ever brings me Dunkin' Donuts? Oh, you fired. I ain't talking you to you fired, no more. Yes. I ain't talking to you no more. Okay, <laughs> them thing, unless it's the last donut on earth, they stink. Dunkin' Donuts is terrible. Those donuts are nasty. Nah, they, man. They, they, I think they. I think they was last night's donuts. <laughs> they always taste like they old. You always got to. You always got to find like a bakery. You know what I mean? With the pink box. Yes. You get that pink box. Oakland. They got a pink. They got box. a pink oh box in Lord. Oakland. Yeah, oh. they do. They got one in Jersey. They got the pink okay, box. Okay, then you know that's gonna be and good. I just get. I get eighteen maple. Oh damn! <laughs> oh man! Yo, when I, if I'm eating, listen. If I'm eating bad, I'm eating bad because there's no like <laughs> no in between. There's no in between. I'm not fucking around. If I'm eating bad, I'm eating man. the whole fucking box. <laughs> That's it. It's like no, no. I get it, man. It's all or nothing. It's all or nothing, though. Or it's not. Yeah, yeah. like what you That's doing? Right. You, you gonna feel guilty about eating too? Fuck that. Eat them nah, all. I'm gonna eat my second eat right them now. All, dog. Uh, no, is the is the local donut the spot in Scottsdale, Adam? Yeah, right off. Is of, there like by, No, it's only one I've seen. It's over by Hayden and uh, yeah, North Hayden. Hayden Road. Yeah, but uh, if you yes. follow Adam on Instagram, I, he always got the donut spots though. Somewhere, like, every man. city, every time, I'm always like, I always look on his Instagram in the morning because I know it's gonna be some some donuts, some breakfast, something. So Day I'm games, always, <laughs> always checking. I don't for donuts. want no eggs and bacon. I want donuts. <laughs> Night games, I eat eggs and bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a hotel, eat some bacon and eggs and some oatmeal, but. You give me a day game, man. I need to eat some sugar. Eat some donuts, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it happened. Just totally randomly, I I was in um I was doing this like Tim Ferriss has this diet he calls slow carb and like it calls for like one of your seven days has to be like not just a cheat day but like a you eat as much as possible, as much shit as possible. You're not like, doing that anymore? Spike your caloric intake. <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore, man, but it sounds like the greatest diet of all time, right? Yeah, but how like, long did you do it? I happened to be, I did it for like, I did it for like, uh, I mean, I still do low carb. I do keto for the most part, oh. but I was doing this slow carb Tim Ferriss thing for like six weeks. And I happened to have one of my cheat days in Phoenix and I went to the local donut. That's what I'm talking with, about. <laughs> uh, I went there with Rebecca Lobo because she was doing the diet at the time, too. We were out there for WNBA broadcast for the Mercury. Mm-hmm. And, dude, we just crushed donuts there. They were unbelievable. So man. good. And we, it, oh, oh so my good. God. I'm just tired of I all did, these, had, like, these specialty donuts. Yeah. Who man. the hell wants Rice Krispie treats and Cinnamon Toast Crunch? I don't even like bacon on the maple. Nah. Like, people like that. I with can't the, do that, I man. like old school shit. Just give me a donut. Yeah. A donut's a donut. I want eat some cereal. I'll eat some cereal. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> separate Adam, the two. do you have your favorite... But do you have your favorite donut spot in New York? Um, it's a good question. Actually, you know what? I don't. I don't because I go to. Excuse me. I always go to Juniors. Give me that cheesecake. Uh, that cheesecake. Yeah, with the strawberries on the mm. side. Yeah. Yep. I just. I'm simple with that too. Give me the little small pie, with with the uh, cherry with the strawberries on the side. I'm simple. Is it good donut spots? And do we need to do a, a donut podcast, uh, dog? Yeah. Like we did the, I think like we, we do, did the, man. Uh, the pizza. Cause the, cause Hell yeah. The, because right. the pizza podcast really, like, something really came out of that. Now I have a couple spots in New York where I can eat pizza. Okay. Where I didn't yes. before. For you know free? what I'm saying? I mean, no, nah, not for free. Uh, but I just, my, my first 10 years in, in New York, I never had a good <laughs> slice of pizza. So then Ruko took yeah. me on a tour, and we found some spots, and now I got some spots. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I need yeah. to get that up, too, because I'm hungry. Hell yeah, man. I well, love pizza. Who don't do love guys- pizza? You guys are coming to uh, New York, right, Adam? Don't you have two games in New York, too, against the uh, I don't know the schedule. Or no? I don't know the schedule. <laughs> they normally don't happen, I think. I think uh, no, but, but they, they definitely got to come to play the Mets, though. But uh, No, we have to play you guys. Oh, because yeah. oh no, they come to do, us. They come to us. Whenever you do a 2-2, you have to go play yeah. 2 Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, you come there for uh, July 30th and 31st. We might have ooh, to do a... That's it. That'll be an interesting time, won't it be? Yeah, it will be. You might be coming for real, <laughs> Pack all your shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But we got y'all. Got to get healthy, man. <laughs> man, that might awesome be an interesting time. Uh, some pizza and a new hat. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, hey, either way, but that would be good, man. We did a little tour. One of those. Uh, there, see, you guys right now have off days on either side. 
So maybe either Adam will have an off day with you as your teammate or he'll be in town. Yeah, uh, before. <laughs> yeah, we can do it for sure. We got to oh, set that man. up. Dude, there is a – you got to try. So uh, I told you, see, uh, my, my new place is, uh, is not too far from Prince Street Pizza. And there is a – there's a bakery called Dominique Ansel that's in the same general vicinity down there in Soho. It does some. They do something called the cronut. Oh, oh I heard about this. Oh yeah, oh, cronuts are, oh yeah, cronuts oh, are big. Oh, man, the croissant. Oh, yeah. This thing is. You got it. You got to try. It. That's a it game changer. Those are game changers. Yeah, I've heard about game this. Yeah. You've, you've been telling me about this a bunch. It's like I, the I flaky. You know, oh. you get the. You know, the those biscuits with the flakies. You know, what I mean, yeah, from the little can, or yeah. whatever. It's like that, but a donut. <laughs> oh shit. <Yeah. laughs> I, I'm telling you right now, it is un. Believable. Yeah. See, maybe I'll have to bring you some uh, for uh, next week as a, as a 3,000 celebration. Oh, Somebody nice. should bring them 3,000 donuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do that. The audiologist is going to be on the phone with me. <laughs> Would not be happy. <laughs> but, oh, shit. You know, they're, they're, they're that good. I, I, so, Adam, now we know we have food plans ahead, too, which I'm glad because we me want too. you a part of R2C2 as much as possible. As much you know, as possible, dog. You, hey, you got you got NBA games this week or what? What you got going on? So just ran, I don't have NBA this week. Um, but if we have I was we we kind of just like weird scheduling quirks, man. We ended up with two less games on ESPN than we were supposed to have because the first rounds went so uh, quickly. Uh-huh. So I got I got screwed out of a game because of that. But. If we have four game sixes in the second round, then I will get to call one of them next which, week. Which Thursday it could be because those, those second round games are really uh, those second round series yeah. are good. But I, I'm surprised that the Rockets ain't ain't giving the Warriors a, a a better fight right now. I was about to say that I want them to tie that series up, but I ain't want to get swung on in the blue. Nah, but I, I want it to be a, I want it to be a good series. It needs though. to be. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's like, the I don't want them to sweep at. them. Yeah, that's the series everybody's. If they sweep at. them, it's a wrap. You might as well not even watch the playoffs, dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that East, though, man. I don't think be... none of those teams in the East can beat them. I know, but LeBron ain't there, so it's fun watching them battle each yeah, other. You yeah, yeah. I, mean? I, I would love to see Giannis get a yeah, chance to, It is you know... fun watching the East right now. That's I can't believe they won by 20 yesterday. When I was watching that game, it was close, and I ran out to, to go pitch, and I came back in, they won by 20. I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's right. You, I know I was watching both games simultaneously, see, and I'm like, it felt like the Celtics were getting everything they wanted easy, and everything was tough for Milwaukee. And then all of a sudden, I went up to do, like, an update, in the studio, and I come down to the office, and I look at the TV, and they're up by 15. I was like, what happened here? Like, they, but, I'm, but you're right. Like, I have a legit shot at a game six because of these series. The one that, like, I think Celtics, Bucks definitely going at least six. Yep. I think Raptors, Sixers definitely going at least six. Sure. I think Nuggets, Nuggets, Nuggets Blazers will go six. That's definitely going six, seven, yeah. And the only one, and I thought Rockets, Warriors would, but these – First two games have me a little worried, man. When Golden State is flowing, like, I forgot just how good they are, man. I think they everybody really forgets are. how good they are when they play how they play. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they get, you know, sometimes, you know, they, they get lazy on defense. They make bad passes, you know, different shit. But when they focus and locked in and everything's flowing, can't stop man, they hard to beat, dog. Can't stop him. You it's, can't stop KD. No, he's seven foot. Nobody can stop and him. And you can't get a hand yeah. in his face. They said you it last night perfectly is that he can do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. Literally. You can shoot over. He shoot over everybody. It's it was, it's been fun to Patrick watch. Beverly man. turned him on, man. He did right. Patrick he was Beverly, like, oh my god, that, that, that switched. But I think he even he was like, you know who I am. I'm yeah. KD, right? Yeah. Like, I think he had to even like he had to believe in say himself. that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Patrick Beverly. Yo, like, KD? I'm KD, dog. Yeah. You know who I am, right? Like that was that was cool to see him like turn it on because he like turned an animal. switch. Yeah, animal ever since, man. And from that moment on. That this dude, the numbers have you said his numbers are insane yeah, from insane. from that. Like I'm KD. Like it, it. You know what? It's become kind of like when you watch them, and I'm the biggest Steph guy in the world. But it now does feel like KD's the guy, right? Oh like, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, it's it's like, still it's still, I mean, it's still Steph's team, right? But if it's a shot to be made or something, you know, something big, it's KD for sure, right? I mean, yeah. KD is. Oh. KD, I mean, right now, you got, you got to say he's the best player in the game. Yeah. You got to. Not even close. Yeah. yeah. You got to say he's the best player in the game. He's the best player in the game. Well, I mean, what I, I like obviously LeBron is the most, one of the most impactful people to ever put on a damn, any uniform. But KD yeah. right now is is the best in the game. 
Yeah, and, and, and he's showing it. Yeah, but it, it just it just goes. You know, like LeBron had his time where he dominated the game, and now it's KD, and it'll be Giannis. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like yep. it just that's just how the league goes, and it's fun to see these guys turn into these superstars and be able to watch their careers and stuff. And it, I mean, I love hoop. I, obviously, yeah. I love the NBA, and it's just fun. It's been fun to watch it. I just play off time right now. This is one of the best second rounds I can remember too, just as far as matchups go, because it doesn't feel like a fait accompli of okay, we know this team's coming out of the East. Like and I know, think we you know we we think the Warriors likely will, but there's at least maybe a little more doubt than the last couple of years. But like we've known, okay, LeBron's going to take his team out of the East, whether it was Miami or Cleveland, you know. And then we knew Golden State recently. Right now, the East feels like a total crapshoot, yeah, which makes it fun. Yeah, and at least you know, the, at least there's some intrigue with the Rockets against the Warriors in the second round. Usually, the second round team, you just feel like Golden State's going to wipe the floor with them, and maybe they still will. But at least we go into it, and and even down 2-0, I'm like, you know, it's not inconceivable to me for the Rockets to, to win, win two games. No, game. especially yeah. at home, no, no doubt. Right. I, I, you know who I, you know who I'm rooting for a lot in this playoffs is I'm rooting for uh, for Kyrie and the Celtics. Man, he's he went mm. through a lot this year and kind of growing into a leader and you know dealing with that pressure, of talking to the media and being the guy that had to answer all the questions all the time. And I just hope it kind of pays off for him because you know it was a rough year for him. He's a good dude and a great player and and. Uh, I would just like to see him, you know, take that city where they want to go and, and him be, a, you know, a part of it, um, you know, especially him missing the playoffs last year. You know what I mean? As long as he's healthy, yeah. man, he, he can, oof. He's special. Yeah. He, he's fun. He's fun to watch. And that team is fun to watch because they don't, they don't quit. The Boston, for some reason, reminds me of Tampa. Yeah. It's like they got some, they got some names you know of. And they got some names you like, who the hell is that? But they're going to come <laughs> in and they're they going to whoop your ass. They're going to come here and they're going to they lay the smack down on your ass real quick because – they just play. They play the game right. They're well coached. Stevens is a damn good coach, mm-hmm. you know. And they they play the game right. They play it hard, and it's it's fun when you see that. You know, it's fun when you see these guys go out there and they just give it their all, man. You you know what I got this weekend? See what? And then Adam, I don't know if you're a boxing fan. Are you, man? Oh yeah, bit. you got Canelo, you know, right? Canelo, yeah, and, uh, Canelo. Yep. And, Brandon you know, Jacobs. Canelo and Jacobs. Yeah, Canelo and Daniel Jacobs. Daniel I got Jacobs. out in Vegas this weekend. Yeah, man. Yeah, that'll, that's a good fight. That's, that's a huge fight, man. Yeah. I ain't, what, yeah. Canelo ain't fought in a while, but he got that huge contract for yeah, like from, six, from seven from fights. Zone for 325. Yeah. yeah I'm, this is the first fight on there, right, for him? This is his second, second one. Second he fought um, Rocky Fielding at the – who was, uh, you know, he was not he, – he, he's had some nice wins, but he was not on the level of Canelo, you know, and he, he took him out in the third round uh, at the Garden, which was the first time Canelo had ever fought um, – in New York okay. and, uh, and at the Garden. And it was just, you know what's amazing about these events? Like the pride nationally from, you know, different factions to parent, depending on where the boxer's from, right? Mm-hmm. But like for Canelo, the Mexican pride is uh. unbelievable. So hearing at the Garden, you had literally, I mean, and you know, fights are late. You know, it's like it's midnight and you've got eight-year-olds and 80-year-olds singing the national anthem with the same <laughs> vigor. Yeah. It, it is, it's an amazing spectacle. And in Vegas on Cinco de Mayo weekend, oh, it's going to be gonna insane. Be, Ooh, it's going to oh be so much gosh. fun. The, Jacobs it's is the be, guy that had the heart condition, right? Did, did he no, have? He, he had cancer. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. He had cancer, yeah. Daniel Jacobs had cancer, yeah. And uh, and came back and is a, is a world champ. This is a unification fight, so... Jacobs puts his belt on the line, and Canelo puts his belts on the line. Yeah, so. this is going to be fun. That's going to be that's a big one, man. We haven't had like a big boxing match in a long time. I'm hoping Deontay Wilder and, and Anthony Joshua can figure this shit out. Yeah, oh, get a good that, heavyweight that, fight, right? That rematch though uh, with Fury. Yeah, he do. Man, that was yeah. a good fight. Man. He got up like the Undertaker. Yeah, Tyson Fury <laughs> can fight, dog. He got up like the Undertaker. <laughs> he can fight, man. Yeah, he's crazy. I watched a couple stories on him. He's he's a uh, he's a gypsy. Oh, is he? So, yeah, so he grew up like he grew up like moving around his whole life. Like they never really had a house and stuff. And his his all his family, the guys are are boxers, like bare knuckle fighters. Oh damn! Yeah, like his great grandfather was like the the guy. So okay. it's like it's in his blood. <laughs> dog. It's crazy. His yeah, his story is unbelievable. Yeah, it, it is great. I got so, most of that right, right? You, dude, you nailed it. Like, I, mean, like, I don't be on here making shit up on R two C two. You got, you, you're definitely like, in addition to R2C2 and then your ESPN broadcasting, we're going to bring you over to the zone to do some boxing analysis at some point. Yeah, soon, let's do it, man. I got a oh, bunch of useless up. facts, bro. I can, <laughs> I can spread them out. So, Adam, we got to ask you because you're, we, I forget who it was 
who we were talking to at some point earlier this year. Oh, you know what it was? It was Tulo, see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was, he brought up how upset he was about what was going on with your free agency, yeah. you know? And he was like, and, and I remember even last year, I mean, when we talked about the trade deadline stuff and, right. and, you know, and talking with you and how honest you were, and it was, it was awesome to hear. Like, I mean, how, when you were going through free agency, we all know you're a damn good big league player who belongs on a team mm-hmm. and, and, and at, a, at, a, at a certain price and is going to make that team better. Right. But we also have seen what's happened the last two years in free agency. What was it, I mean, what are you thinking as you're going through that? And now all of a sudden after witnessing it a year ago, you're, you're the one experiencing what's going on with the yeah. accomplished veterans in this league. It was, it was both. It was frustrating yet um, humbling at the same time. Frustrating because obviously, you know, I know that I still can play Major League Baseball. Um, I mean, these analytical people, they, they have no idea what it feels like to be in that box. And that's, res- that, that's where it all due respect. We get, I mean, mm-hmm. we, all, we all get their jobs and, and what, they, uh, what they bring to the table because information is great. You know what I mean? But at the same time, a little bit of feel can, uh, can go a long way, you know. And it's like, I know I had a down year in terms of home runs and RBIs, but we have 47 wins. How the hell are you going <laughs> to score a lot of runs with 47 <laughs> That's all I'm at. How the hell you – you ever seen somebody with 47 wins have 100 RBIs? I'm waiting for that. How the hell how the hell oh, that going to happen? You know it's crazy? Y'all oh, had 47 man. wins last year, but y'all beat us fucking 15 exactly, times. Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh, so I, didn't, I couldn't tell. Um, I hit two. I hit. I hit two eighty. Um, I don't know. I, I. I just think that there's. You know, information doesn't. You know, like the, the transparency of this game. I, I think I, I've learned it with our CBA that we. You know, teams can't uh, disclose what they offer people. Like the NFL. You know, the NFL guy gets a. You know, offer sheet. NBA same thing. A team can match it. You know, and. And in our game, you can't because you mean to tell me that Kimbrough Keiko ain't have no offers, and they probably don't. To be honest with you, they probably, they, they probably don't. They probably yeah. don't have anything that is what they're looking for. And with Kimbrough, you know, you going like he's looking at at Chapman at five. Well, I think Chapman got five eighty six. Yeah, he's looking at that. The guy's got a Hall of Fame resume, and to him, for him not to have an offer, for Keiko not to have an offer, who's you know one of the best ground ball pitchers in the game. Nah, ground balls don't work, especially in a home run hitting area. Ground ball pitchers ain't gonna ain't gonna help you work the damn. Um, it was just, I think a lot of guys, um, just got humbled by it, you know, and, and humbled in a good and bad way because me, I've, you know, I feel for guys like Marlon Gonzalez who worked his tail off. I remember when he was young, worked his tail off to get to free agency and a guy who can play nine positions gets nothing when, you know, he got two year 22 when he was looking for obviously three to four years, but you got other players who get those deals, you know, and then we mm. and then position players. I look at pitchers, and I'm like, all right, dude's 34, 35, 36, and you mean to tell me his arms is better than my damn legs? Hell no. Hell no. It just ain't ain't is what it is. Your arm ain't better than my legs because my arm hurt too. (laughs) I feel feel your pain. My arm hurt. I know your arm hurt. So so it it was just the thing. It was like, you know, do they want me in this game anymore? You know, is it because I'm vocal with with, when it comes to – you know, racial issues. That's always is, the first thing you think about. That's right? what I thought about. And I'm just like, if, if that's the real reason, that's some poppycock BS because yeah. I thought you want people that's real. I, you know, we always say we want people that's real. We want authentic, authenticity. And then when you give it to them, they're like, oh, well, damn, I ain't know you was that real. But I do everything with respect. I do everything with respect for both sides. I do it with integrity. I do it with um, actual information. I just don't speak out of the side of my head. Not on camera, man. If I'm at the pad, maybe with some friends. <laughs> but you know, it was like I said. Overall, it was just humbling. You know, my family was very supportive, friends supportive, everybody. You know, what's going on? I got a lot of those questions. Once spring training started, I was just like at a loss because I'm used to going. So I'm used to you know having an agenda. And for 15 years straight, I knew exactly where I was going. And then this year, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know where I'm going. And you know, got a strong family, strong wife, strong kids that just was happy to see me every day, and that made it a lot easier. But at the same time, I'm 33, and I know that I want to play this game for four or five years. But for some odd reason, somebody behind a computer says, well, I don't know if you can play that long. Well, how the hell are you going to tell me mm-hmm. how long I can play? Mm-hmm. I still can hit. I still can hit 95-mile fastball. I still can uh, drive the ball to opposite field. I still can play defense. I'm in a new position now in right field. I think, personally, I think that can preserve me for a couple more years. Center field for 11 years was tough, okay? Yeah. There's a lot of running. That's it's a tough. lot of that's it's tough. <laughs> and then, and but on that side, you want me to be an offensive player too. So I did both for 11 years, and 
Not many, no, knock on wood. Not many can say that they've done both for 11 years, but I've been fortunate by health. And, you know, I know that uh, the way I train my body, I, I respect my body. I know I can play this game for, for at least three or four more years. And, you know, it's not about saying that anymore. Um, it's about actually, you know, getting, <laughs> getting an offer. Getting so an opportunity. That's why I said I told Tori, when, I, when you guys sign me here, you guys gonna, I'm going to make you guys love me because you're going to see how, how I am. And all I want to do is play baseball. All the other stuff is, you know, all great, but I just want to play baseball. And, you know, I know I'm not on a, a big deal right now. And I see McCutcheon sign that, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I can, maybe he got, he's a year younger than me. You know, maybe I can get, you know, he's a year, it's crazy. He's a year younger than me. But in, in, in uh, me and him and I think a couple other players are like the only players that play the last, like, decade of over 130-something games a year. Um, I seen Pollock get a four year deal, and I'm like, okay, you know, all right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm extremely happy for these guys. I want everybody to get their money, and I'm just thinking, like, yeah. okay, I can. I, I don't need what, what McCutcheon got, but somewhere in the lines of it, yeah. and nothing fell. So I just, you know, I just kept working out, kept at it, and you know, something this fell in line, you know, and I was I was already here, so they asked me to just come see me work out. I said. Hell yeah. They ain't got to ask twice. Yeah. And it, it worked out, and I'm just glad it's working out. It's not about the money at this point. I made a good living playing this game, but um, I just want to play it. You know, I, it, it's great. This game is amazing. It's done so much for us, for our families, for our friends, for our brands, for our communities. And, you know, I just want to further it because I know that, first off, I still had love for the game, and I know I still can play at this high level. And whoever says anything different, Obviously, they ain't part of the twenty thousand that uh, that's been on them field. Proving people wrong, bro. That's you gotta get I, you a, a, a wristband. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not trying to prove people get wrong. Get Axelrod to get them, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to prove people wrong. I'm just proving myself, proving to myself that you know what, you still can play this game at a high level, and no matter what anybody says, you can play this game at a high level. And you know, we just live in a society where everybody's telling everybody what they can't do. Mm -hmm. When generally the person's telling somebody who can't do it, can't do it. Um, mm. So. I'm, I'm just like I said, I'm fortunate enough to, to, have, the, to have a job, you know, and you know, I'm trying to make the best of it. Hopefully it, I can continue to have a good, strong season and, you know, the Dimebacks, we can have a good, strong season and um, you know, hopefully this offseason goes a little bit better and a little bit quicker. <laughs> For real. <laughs> a little bit quicker. I, I think that I think everybody that knows you um – is really pulling for you, rooting for yeah. you, and, and knows how good of a guy you are, clubhouse guy and team leader. And it's just awesome to see you get off to this good start, and hopefully you can keep it going. And, yeah. and like you said, you know, you know, play five, six more years in this game, dog. You got I'm it. Trying. You know I'm trying. I'm trying. And a lot of guys, you Slugging know, 500, 860 OPS. This is, we love it, Adam. Keep doing this, I'm man. I'm trying, baby. But, but a lot of players uh, come around uh, me and be like, hey, man, I'm glad you got a job, man. And that's, that from your peers, that's where, that's where the respect is, and that's where I appreciate, you know, my peers. Because mm. got, nobody got to say nothing to you. Mm -hmm. You can just walk by. But a lot of guys are like, I'm glad you're in the game. I'm glad you got a job. And that, that right there goes a lot further than, uh, than people think. For sure. Mm. Well, Adam, we are going to be uh, obviously rooting hard for you, um, you know, always throughout this season. And, uh, and, and, and looking forward to our food tour, our little Ooh. donut pizza tour when you come to New it's York. It's on, dog. It's on. That's it. And you know what? See, this is perfect for us, I think. Because obviously, you know, this is a special... Uh, day for our listeners too, getting to hear you right after 3000 and last year we had so many people who just loved hearing from adam and adams he's 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 like family to you so for him to be the guy on our show the day after you get 3000 just feels kind of right doesn't it yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't want to do it with nobody else bro it was great that's big bro it, man for and, everybody and and see just like you know obviously adams he's he's part of your baseball family i, I did want to make sure that, you know, I got to ask you about what it was like for you after you greeted your teammates, seeing your family down on the field. You know, I saw Eddie Fastook uh, take them down from their seats, you know, obviously, and then you giving them hugs. What was that part of the moment like last night? Steve? That was cool. It's cool. <clears throat> that was cool. It's, um, it was fun to, to be able to have them share that moment with me. Um, it's cool that my kids are old enough to appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, my kids are, you know, my youngest is eight, so he knows what's going on. And, and, uh, so that's fun that I was able to stick around long enough to be able to to have them really appreciate what I was able to do in this game. And, and uh, you know, not just them, my whole family. You know, my Uncle Ed was here. You know, um, my cousin who I, who passed away, who I keep on my glove, his kids were here. Um, it, it was a lot of extended family, a lot of family. And um, it was just a good night, man. It, it was good to celebrate with everybody that came out. And, and uh, But the first person, obviously, you know who was going to be there, right? for the TV. It wasn't for dad getting 3000. It was for more for him to be on TV. 
was Carter. <laughs> Carter. He was the first one, yeah. dog. He got he got to be in the spotlight, dog. And, and, and the shit was all about him. You know what I'm saying? He was so hype. <laughs> but uh, nah, he gets that from his mom, man. That's my boy. <laughs> I was at the bill last night. Huh? I was at Food Bill. Oh man. Ooh. I, ducked, I, I had to duck out of there before that the full bill. Came. Nah, I, I appreciate you coming by, man. Yeah. Covered four people. He get the hell nah, out. He covered half of it. Dog. I appreciate. <laughs> it. Oh my gosh, man. Wait, wait. So how, how many people did you guys have at dinner last Oh, man. Maybe three 30? Three full tables, Three full yeah. tables, yeah. 30 oh, or 40, man. yeah. I had a bunch of my and teammates he, that, that from Arizona, uh, that, play, that live in Arizona, Josh Barfield, Ben Francisco, um, uh, Chris Young. It was a bunch mm. of guys that came out that live here, you know, so um, it was fun to be able to celebrate man. with them, too, and see those guys. And, and Adam, did you procure the restaurant? Did you have a good spot for C to eat in Arizona, or did you already know the, the spot, C? Um, well, I think it was already set up, predetermined on um, if, you know, obviously if the game went quick, which it did, we were going to keep them, we were going to keep the chef there uh, the entire time. And what made me real happy was when they brought out that big seafood tower. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, them big old shrimps. Them big shrimps. Oh, State 44, man. Woo! Thank you guys for I keeping it up for I missed too. But it was, it was the steak, steak 44? Yeah, no. Oh, I love that spot, The place man. was incredible. I missed that butter cake. Oh. So good. I had it two nights before, so I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just now thinking I went from the butter cake straight to three donuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that, oh, you guys have gotten through three of them so far. This show. Yeah. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Hey, uh, see, I feel like since Adam's part of the family, we can just mention our giveaway one more time with him hanging with us, right? Like, you know. What, so here's what we got going on, Adam. We're, we're giving, uh, we have over a thousand five star reviews now. So as a result, we're doing a listener giveaway. Ruko bunks these people into giving the star five stars, by the yeah, way. Well, okay. No, because here's the thing. Lobbyist. So for this, you have to write a review on iTunes and give us five stars. <laughs> C says you can give us whatever you want. But I'm like, we're not giving you a prize if you give us one star. Like, it's not, <laughs> you know, you don't make sense. Prize. It makes sense. It makes so, sense. Yeah, come on. So you take a screenshot of the review. Tweet it at the show using the hashtag R2C2. Tag three friends with a link to the show, and we will choose the most funny, engaging tweets. Three winners will receive a prize courtesy of R2C2 and Uninterrupted. The grand prize, an autographed pair of CC's game-worn cleats. Runners-up will get an autographed photo by C or an Uninterrupted prize pack. We decided, because of 3000 not to give it away today. We'll give it away and pick the winner next week. So we'll extend the uh, the prize for another week. Yeah, I got but, some cool. Um, I got some cool game worn stuff too. So those, those shoes, I'll, I'll get some cool ones for, for whoever wins. Ooh, see, some cool stuff. punctuating like, it. I like. I'm it, about to see? go on the podcast and start to register. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Do it. Yeah, exactly. Adam, you can qualify to win right. the prizes. Cool. If you yeah, want it's to. not. It's not. That's not tampering or anything like that. <laughs> it's not illegal. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I, no, no. I, player I, to player is always okay. Okay, it's, perfect. It's, it's all, yeah. Like same thing with our food tour, and and you know if you happen to be wearing a different hat during it, that's okay. That's all within the bounds of, of the rules. Adam, thank you so much for coming on, Anytime. man. This is this is terrific, and we'll have to catch you uh, when Arizona's in town and show you uh, Dominique Ansel's cronuts and Prince Street pizza, man. We definitely got to again. I'm for that. Oh, yeah. we do. And, and see, congratulations, brother. So happy for you, man. You're so deserving, and. Uh, I mean, just another incredible milestone to cement that Hall of Fame legacy, big bro. So congratulations. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it, man. I'll see you soon. All right. Another episode of R2C2 in the books. Rate, review, subscribe, and we will see you next Thursday. <laughs>